back to Propel Stock episode 81 presents you by Boo Crew Media and Company Burger located at 4600 Ferret Street, Pelicans Fall 118-108 to the Houston Rockets and joined by Ross Thibodeau, Justin Apley here. Um, Ross, just initial thoughts. <clears throat> I, I didn't think we played very well tonight, obviously. Gave up just way too many, I mean 118 points to a yeah, I was going to call them mediocre, but that's probably even even being pretty nice. I, I thought defensively we, we didn't play real well. Um, kind of a sloppy performance, not yeah. not really impressive. I guess it's the end of a you know end of a little road trip there, but disappointing. Yeah, no, yeah it was disappointing. What um let's uh, let's just get right into. It. I thought the referees were really bad tonight. Um, now does that mean giving up 118 points? I'm not blaming the rest for all the problems tonight, but I thought I thought the way JV and BI were officiated were way way differently than Eric Gordon and Christian Wood. But um, let's get to it, Ross. We've talked about this, but the Garrett Temple minutes have to stop. What what are we missing here? I mean, I'd rather just see Trey Murphy do this. Yeah, it's really it. And it's if he was just starting the game and playing like you know twelve minutes or whatever, I really wouldn't care that much. Right. It's it's when you're at the end of the game there and you're trying to claw back into it, you cut it to eight, you cut it to seven and it, he's just not giving, I mean, he's just really not giving you much. And, and I would like to use those minutes as learning opportunities for, for one of the young guys. I, I just, yeah. I don't I'd know. I'd rather see Trey I, Murphy out there just make the same exact mistakes that Garrett Temple's making. Like, I, it was the same exact thing we talked about last year with Kyra Lewis and Stan Van Gundy. You know, yeah, these are valuable I, I, minutes. Yeah, just like I said, I mean, he's not—he's not really giving you a lot. Um, definitely not on the—you know—on the stat sheet. But uh, it's frustrating. It's—it's it's really yeah. frustrating. I don't know what I'm missing. I mean, we, we talked about it last week. There's not a lot of options. Uh, um, but I, I think there are some other lineups we could have used, especially tonight, because I thought one of the things the Rockets did that sort of exploited us was they—they they went small, and so they made Valanciunas try to cover Tate a lot. That didn't work real well. Um, so th- this really would have been a night to try some things and, and Valanciunas to his credit, got it going in the second half, uh, played pretty bad in the first, got it going in the second half better, but this, this could have been a night where maybe you could have tinkered with some, some lineups. Cause I, yeah. I, I felt like that was one of the reasons we really couldn't get any stops. Yeah. And we just can never get to that. I, I thought we couldn't get over that hump of eight or nine points. Mm-hmm. Every time we cut it down to eight or nine, they go on a little run, but yeah, I just want to see Trey, you know, I, I just want to see Trey get, get some more run. Um, it's more beneficial for him. Like, Garrett Temple's just not that good anymore. I think Antonio Daniels came on the spaces uh, on Friday night on Twitter, and he had some really great things to say about Garrett Temple. And, like, that's great and all, and veteran leadership and things like that. Mm-hmm. But does he need to be getting 22, 23 minutes a night when my number 17 overall draft pick who took summer league by, by storm and all this different kind of stuff? <clears throat> you got to give – you just, I just, I can't back anymore. Trey Murphy has to play. Yeah, I mean, th- thirty-two minutes tonight for for Temple is 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 pretty much uh, inexcusable in my opinion. Thirty-two that. minutes, thirty-two. He played thirty. Yeah, he played thirty-two minutes tonight. I, like I said, for for me, this he's he's playing too much. There, there are other guys uh, that I'd like to see out there. Thirty-two. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna. There's no point to continue sort of belaboring the point, but um, wow. yeah, I, I, don't, I won't say we got out coached tonight because that, that's probably a little unfair, but I felt like 
I felt like Houston exploited a couple of our weaknesses tonight and we didn't necessarily make, uh, make any change. So yeah, we went, you know, to zone, like, went to zone a couple times yeah. that just got destroyed. Uh, it was just, I don't know. It was, we, it was we gave up a lot of performance. I don't, I think they shot whatever 44, 45% from three. Uh, I felt like we gave up some easy ones, some, some you know, some really open looks yeah. and look to their credit, they knocked them down. But, um, yeah, it wasn't a great defensive performance for us. And like I said, I, I, I think this is something I'm curious to watch the next handful of games because I think you might see a lot more teams go small, um, go small against us. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Brandon Ingram last four games, 27, 29, 24, and 40 tonight. Um, he looks healthy. I think he's back. Yeah, he's playing he at all-star yeah. level. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you said that. And I, 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 I was hesitant to bring this up because he played so well tonight, but he had that sequence there with yeah. about three minutes left. It, was, it just made me want to throw the TV on the ground where he had just come down. He had, we had gotten the, he had hit the fadeaway, I think, right before that. Then they come down, yeah. we have a great defensive possession, and whoever, uh, I don't even remember who it was, so, somebody's taken a fadeaway up on the baseline, a shot that is, oh, just has yeah. no chance to go it's in. It's on the elbow. Thousand, he hits him on the elbow, then he comes down, and then he misses the front end, um, or he misses the first, the two free throws, and that was sort of, that to me felt like the end of the game. Yeah, that was, but like we're not even close in that situation, like without Brady. No, no, he so played, he played great. He, he, he played great, great. but um, he he was just awesome. He's he's been great the past uh, yeah. past week or so. But um, let's you, you were talking about not necessarily bad decisions, but bad plays. One guy, it's 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 becoming tough to watch is Nikhil Alexander Walker and I'm trying to like but like that first half he's making some really really bad decisions and I'm talking about decisions like three on one three on two like he can't make the right play he tries to be so flashy I think there's one play might have been first or second quarter late first early second he's driving and he's got Trey Murphy wide open in the in the strong side corner and he tries to do this like ridiculous up and under layup and he gets blocked and it's just like dude this isn't AAU basketball anymore. Like you got to cut this shit out. Yeah, and I hate to keep harping on the fourth quarter because it, you know I, I think we played probably a hair better in the second half, or at least offensively, it felt like we played a little better. But basically, right before the bi play, I just talked about when I mean Houston, Houston tried to give you let you back into that game. Yeah. We went on a fourteen three run right there, and then they come down. Eric Gordon gives it to whoever. The Rockets have so many no names on their roster right now. It's, it's what's frustrating about losing to him, but the guy dribbles it off his foot. Temple dives down, gets it, kicks it ahead to Naw, and yep, it's two instead on of one, just right? going, either, it, I think it was a two on two. But at that point, I think it was, oh, seven. It was two on two. two but Devontae Graham's in the left corner. It's like either yeah. just fucking get off it and go to the corner. <laughs> yeah, either pull it back out and let's just get a good look, yeah. or go into right. Eric Gordon's chest. Instead, he he's kind of it's a I mean. Just a finesse. He spins off. He throws something up off the glass and has no chance. And it just there, those that play, the bi foul, and then missing the front end of that that yeah those free throws. It just we had a chance. We we really had a chance um, on a night that I didn't think we played very well, especially defensively. You had a chance there at the end. Yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't. I didn't think Nall played very well today. But a guy we talked about last week that, that has continued to play really well. Hernan Gomez played great again. Yeah, he's increased the franchise record seven offensive rebounds in the first quarter. But uh, Ross, here we go from Reggie. Does Willie see Temple as a better defender player than Trey? Yeah, he, he must get more minutes. He must. I agree. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. That that's got to be the only reason. And, and, to, and look, to be fair, he is a better. It's not. It's not that he's whether he sees him as that way or we see him. Like Temple is a better player 
is a better defensive player right now, especially within the scheme, than uh, than Trey Murphy is. Right. I mean, he's been in the league for a million years. Like he understands what's going on, and that's why he's out there. Like that's fair. I'm not. My argument is not whether you know Garrett Temple is hurting us or helping us more than let's say Trey Murphy or someone else would. It's the fact that like we're not really winning these games, and Temple isn't going to be the reason we win or lose most of them anyway. Right. So let's just let's get those guys the minutes and let's let them learn. That's sort of my my beef with the whole but thing. They, it's not like, like you're still it's just Temple. the same conversation yeah. as last year. Exactly. Like, just let the rookies get some runs. So exactly. I, it's not. I'm on the same it's not. Page so, with that. Yeah. It's not so much an indictment against Garrett Temple. It's more of the fact that like we don't necessarily need a 35 year old guy out there when we're already, we're losing games with him in there. Right. So let's just let the 20 year old play and figure it out. Yeah. Um, back to Reggie, Nas make better decisions, especially coming off the bench. Yeah. You know, to that point, Ross is that with Nas, you know, he's picked 17th overall. So I think we have some high expectations, like way, way too much of expectations. Right. And so the one thing we had talked about since he got in the league was decision-making and shot-making. And he hasn't necessarily gotten really better at both. You see, night in and night out, he makes a bad decision. I mean, and listen, no one's perfect, but it's a consistency that that I see with him that it's either a bad shot, bad pass, or bad decision-making. It's just he's not getting much better. But listen, Uh but then Ross, Noss shows great flashes where he hits like three in a row from deep, and like he keeps you in the game, and he's long, and he's making deflections, stuff like that. So like, I think one of the guys tweeted us, like, it's just a roller coaster with Noss. But I just would like to see a little more consistency from him from decision making. That that's it. Just simple decision. Just making the simple play. He can't. He wants to make the flashy play. Yeah, I, I'd love to find him. I mean, I, I don't know how to do this from a you know from a practical perspective, but I just would like to see him just a lot more. If we could get him into opportunities where it's like one decision, you know, it's 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 one uh, one. De- decision right flash into the elbow it's either a shot or it's a hard drive i don't love him with the ball at the top of the key i think bad thing bad things happen when when we're running the offense through nikki alexander um yeah he, he just likes to, I, he likes I to like, a lot a lot he likes to pound it a little bit he finds himself shoot, shooting some awkward layups i'd really like us to be able to get him like coming off curls coming off screens it sort of already into the action Right, as opposed to letting him start the Um Yeah, I completely agree. I wanted to touch on this. I thought this was interesting, but um, Willie went with Sato and Temple late there in the fourth. I Once again, I, I'm not understanding it. Like, Kyra played pretty damn well in that second half. He had some beautiful plays, like especially driving the ball. Trey Murphy is a 40% three-point shooter. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not grasping it. I don't, did you freeze there, Ross? Go ahead. You kind of froze. Ross, you got me? I'm not either. I, and that, that was, yeah, and the things. Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Um, and that was kind of one of the things I was leading with earlier that I felt like the way Houston played us today could have probably seen some more Kyra Lewis minutes, and I thought he played okay. Um I mean, it just didn't happen. I, and, and it goes back to the question we got earlier. It, it's got to be a trust thing with Willie defensively right now. And I, I, I hope we don't, I hope he doesn't just dig that rabbit hole. Cause I think you can, I think these young guys, it's more about confidence and I'd like to see him 
give them a chance. It, for, for me, a, a perfect example right. was right earlier in the season, we talked about Kyra Lewis, like, why isn't he playing? Why isn't he playing? Then we come out, I guess that was, that was a Clipper game, the Clipper game at home about a week and a half yeah. ago. We yeah. come out, he plays, you know, 18 to 20 minutes. You could just see his confidence growing. He goes out there and makes a shot and you see things start happening. And I just feel like the more you put those guys out there, look, they're, they're not the best defensive players on earth, but no 20 year old in the NBA is good defensively, except with the exception of Herb Jones. The rest of them all suck. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but the rest of them all suck defensively. It's about getting in there and learning on the fly. We're going to, I mean, this is frustrating, but like we're going to lose a lot of these games anyway. Right. Mid season, there's not a lot of practice time. Like, it, I, I mean, completely agree. I, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're losing with Temple and Sato. Like, you might as well just lose with Murphy and Kyra. Like, I, that's what I can't get with. And I, yeah. maybe it is a it, trust thing. And it's a, it, I'm sure it is. And I would, have, I would imagine this is the hole a young head coach falls into a lot of times, right? You, you, you want to hang your hat on defense. And I, I look, I get that. If guys don't know where to be, they don't understand the reads on defense. I mean, it gets hard to play them, but the alternative is sort of what we're doing right now. You're running out a couple guys that, you know, Sato's not going to be on the roster next year. You're going to need Trey Murphy. You're going to need Kyra Lewis. You're going to need Nikhil Alexander-Walker to a certain degree. You're going to need Jackson Hayes even possibly at some point. If, if you don't need them as part of your core moving forward, you're sure as hell going to need them to rehabilitate some value so that maybe you can move them down the line. Um, I, I'm all for those guys getting more minutes, I, I, but I do understand, you know, why Willie's going with some guys that have been in the league for a while. That's fine, but we're not winning with them. Like, that's just a winnable game right there in Houston. But uh, let's get to this. I think one thing, and we talked about this, uh, not having a floor general since Rondo and Drew. Um, completely agree. I just, you know, people say like, well, Zion's the point guard of this team, but he's not like a very He's not like a point guard that can like create off the dribble or like like get you an offense. I mean, Zion's just a bull going you know to the rim. So they haven't had a a point guard in a while since Rondo. And you saw what Rondo did with AD. He was incredible. He's, and that was that leadership kind of role um, he took for that team. But you know, Devontae does some good things, but he doesn't. You know, he's is, is he a traditional point guard? No, no, I don't think so. He's not that. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I mean, look, I I, I can understand the frustration there i just those guys don't necessarily grow on trees and you know we, no. we can either look for one in the trade market or try and draft one but we got to we got to go with what we got this year unfortunately yeah we talked about it with ricky rubio i feel like would be like a perfect perfect player for the team get brandon in the right spots mm-hmm. get jv in the right spots stuff like that so yeah um a couple more points i love the way herb plays i mean he was in foul trouble all night tonight but yeah. ross i mean at 30 picked him 37th overall um, do you see how it more advanced he is than these other guys like Kyra, like the the the, the one and dones, right? The Kyra. I know Trey wasn't a one and done, but he's twenty years old, something like that. Herb was a four year guy, went through the SEC, you know, played mean a lot of meaningful basketball games, which I'm sure he learned. I feel like these four year guys are a little more valuable in the draft than the one and done guys. Now, I'm not saying. Like obviously the Zions of the world, you know, the Anthony uh, Edwards of the world, those guys obviously. But you're starting to see more and more of these guys, like the Draymond Greens, the Herb Jones, all these kind of different players taking late in the draft and being impactful players. I mean, is that becoming more of a trend now? Yeah, well, and it's the type of player, right? So, and Herb was an All-ACC defensive player of the year. I mean, it's 
has sort of the body to play defense in the NBA. He's long. He's super athletic. He can guard shit one to four. And some nights he can probably even he can guard a five. I, getting the right play. Those And those are the type of guys that are generally going to be there late in the first round mm-hmm. in the second round or guys that, you know, they probably got some warts, especially offensively, but they know how to play defense. They've sort of seen everything that college has to offer. He was super successful in that spot. Herb Jones is a guy that knows his game. Like it's not, he's not trying to be someone else out there. He's literally knows exactly who he is. And that's why he's playing so many minutes. He knows who he is. He knows what he's doing. And and look to, to the extent that he can improve his offense at all. I, I mean, we we talk about on every podcast. He's a guy that that could be here for a while. Yeah. I, I, I just love watching him. I mean, he had a couple slot cuts tonight. I mean, I think you see all those you see all the workout videos, right? Of him shooting, working with Vincent. I think one came out again today from something like that. But he, he he works and wants to be here, and it looks like he's getting better and better every day. And it's interesting when Zion comes back, if he comes back, um, I don't. I think he start. I think you like. I honestly think that Herb Jones would honestly crack the starting five with Zion in it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, he's, he's a keeper. Um, final thoughts. We're like right now, like right at this point in the season. Disappointed. I mean, I, uh, no, not. I mean, not really. I don't. Like not I surprised. don't. I thought expectations were probably. Yeah, I mean, you you play the entire season without one of the best players in basketball. Um, I think Valanciunas has shown that he's sort of malleable in the sense that offensively, it feels like he's going to be a like we've seen enough in these first. 20 games or whatever it is that he like, he's going to be a fit next to Zion. Once Zion gets mm-hmm. here, right. BI is what he is. He's, he's great. We love him. He's a good fit. Herb Jones has shown us something. I, it's just about getting Zion back and getting him healthy and seeing what happens. I mean, look, is it frustrating to lose games? Absolutely. But I mean, it's where we're at. You've got a rookie head coach. You got a bunch of young guys. You've had your best player out all season and BI's missed seven or eight games. So, um, disappointing to continue losing but yeah i still think i'm cautiously optimistic because i think i think once Zion finally comes back um i think the ingram zion valentunas pair yeah. should work really should well we should score a shitload of points <laughs> we ain't gonna stop talking that um i want to stick on zion for a little bit just for like one question. I think Schmidt had, tw- had a tweet today. Do you think it comes back by January 9th? And I'm int- interested to hear your thought on December 5th. It's another January month. 9th. Yeah, I think so. I think he'll play. I think he'll play before that. I, I really, I, I think, I, I've, I feel like I've said from the jump around Christmas, I, I really think that first week of January he's going to play. I think. I mean, I don't know. Depends on what this setback is. If he doesn't practice at all this week, then no. I mean, Ross, they've yeah. I mean, they've scaled back. I don't. Yeah. So, so maybe not. Maybe not. I guess that's true. He has I mean, to have two or three weeks of five on five to get back in shape, dude. Absolutely, but it's it's a he thing. hasn't I, even but, had one. Yeah, I, I don't. It's not something I'm like. This isn't like a die in the ditch thing for me. I, I like. If you had, if, if I had to handicap it right now, I'd still say there's probably a twenty five percent chance he doesn't play at all this year. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't. So I'm, I'm not willing to like you know go to bat that he's going to be bat for the ninth. Um, I think you're one setback away from them just saying fuck it. 
Like, <laughs> we got to get this guy healthy. He's up the year. So, I, yeah, don't like, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not willing if to put this, that in stone or anything. But if Zion doesn't play one game this year, is David Griffin fired? Or is David Griffin automatically fired? Is I think he he's fired. He does play. Do you think yeah, he's I, don't, I, don't see, I don't see how David Griffin gets the next year. I really don't. Uh, maybe he does. Maybe he does. I don't know. But I, I don't. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't. Do you think? Uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. So Pelicans fall 118 108 to the Houston Rockets. They finally get two days off. They play Wednesday at home against Denver. Um, you can always follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Propels Talk. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, like this video, share it. It helps our podcast out. Um, we're going to be doing these Sunday night, try to go get into a routine of Sunday night recaps um, of the week or of a game. So uh, Ross Tivino, Justin Appley, once again, thanks to Company Burger for sponsoring the show. Located at 3600 Ferret Street. We will see y'all later. Way. It was a finger roll of anything. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk.